Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and uh, I am here with Sidekick Brad via Zoom today. Yay, uh, technology. Yay. So, uh, so welcome to technology. I hope this works. Uh, I, I don't even want to say what we've had to go through. In order to get here, it took, I think, an hour for me to reload my Zoom because I didn't have it done right. So, uh, so uh, in, the, um, in the state of crisis, you just have to improvise. So here we are, uh, and I feel very privileged that we have technology that we can actually still do this and still reach people uh, right now. Don't you agree, Brad? Yeah, it's a, it's it's nice to uh, use tech that we could have been using a long time ago. <laughs> now I know, we're, I now we're all figuring Brad's it out. Brad's got to get lazy. I can feel it. You He's know? Like, Let's no, just do it. It's like I scheduled a uh, a call with all my family tonight, like five or six of us, and I'm like, why aren't we doing that before? Why does it take this kind of stuff? To, I totally to am going to do that because my family's you know? in Atlanta, and I don't know why we haven't done that either. So I'm gonna yeah. now that I have my Zoom set and I know what I'm doing, kind of now. Uh, kind of. Brad would not agree, I'm sure. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, he said earlier we were doing this and he said, this was his comment to me, good thing you're cute because it was, <laughs> it was My knowledge of technology is not there. I'm sure many of you are with me. Uh, so, you know what? I, I Last week we took a little break from relationships and I had a guest on that talked about the state of health with uh, with the COVID. You know, this I'm so I'm so over it. I'm really just over it. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to hear anything else about it. I just have April 30th on my calendar, and then I want to get back to life. How do you feel, Brad? Are you feeling the same way? Yeah, I'm a little concerned about April 30th, but we won't get into that. So, okay. yeah. Uh, so I uh, I'm ready to get back. I miss I miss connection. I'm I'm an introvert anyway, uh, but this takes it a little far. I mean, for heaven's sakes, I want to touch people. I'm going to, I'm going to, when I get the free pass, I'm going to hug everybody. Everybody's going to be like this. I know. But, um, yeah, that's touching is going to be, <laughs> I, I wonder what the world's going to be like, because right now as a matchmaker, uh, I, I'm not even setting people up on dates. Right. Can people, use this technology to, to meet? Absolutely. I had one of my former clients, uh, a coaching client, not a matchmaking client. She's in another, uh, another city. And she said she's online and she said, it's just booming right now. Everybody's online, but she's, and she's met people for picnics, Brad. She's met people for picnics. So they sit at a picnic table Six, Six feet, feet apart. apart and eat and whatever. Well, you're laughing. What? You're like, so how's your lunch over there? Right? <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. But hey, I mean, it gets you out of the house. And if you're, if you're following the rules, why not? You know, one of the things that I would think about myself is one of my love languages, physical touch. I'm a very touchy person. Right. right now, it's hard for me because I want to touch. Like I want to touch people. I just I I'll grab people's hands when I'm talking to them. 
I could not, it's really, it would be really hard for me to sit six foot apart from somebody and not want to get close to them, you know, closer, because that's how we connect with people. That's what connection's all about. Uh, but there is an impersonal nature to that. You agree? Well, I think too, and you and I were talking um, a few days ago, and one of the things that I had mentioned is that you know, after that second date or something that even sometimes on the first one, if it's going well, you know, the end of the night, you give a little hug or whatever. Are those days over? Like, are people going to be like, Oh, not yet. You know, and Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I think was today or yesterday during the press conference said he thinks the handshake is gone, like completely gone. I don't know about Like, I don't know, but I think that's where, I think that's what people are going to start thinking about is this kind of, well, do I, you know, after all this that I went through, do I want to like, when do, when is that going to be okay? And God only knows what we're going to do at the grocery store now, cleaning shopping carts and everything else and doorknobs. And that's why I say it's weird that we're, it took this for us to start doing hygiene, but that's where we are. It seems like, you know, so Brad calls me and he says he doesn't have, he needs hand sanitizer and all this stuff. He did finally find it. I mean, anything. I had everything because I'm one of those people that already was doing all that. I'm a germaphobe. I was already doing all that crazy mm -hmm. business. And I have enough cleaner in my house and enough stuff to, that kills every type of bacteria and virus, including coronavirus. We can black market that stuff. For a long time. I have everything. I could probably supply the whole world with chemicals. But... Um, <laughs> But <laughs> needless to say, we're just, we're just business as usual at my house. Um, but, but I do think what you just said is why I'm not setting people up right now, because could I set people up to go on picnic dates or whatever? Yes. But the general premise is people have cooties, you know, yeah, I mean, remember I that so. when we we're in elementary school, right? Yep. It's the whole cooties thing. Like you well, don't I think them, you're afraid to get close to them. And how about the fact that, you know, could you go on a date with somebody? Yes. Could you not touch them? Yes. But the underlying energy in all of this, number one is fear. People are afraid to have contact with other people. And that would put um, like a, a barrier in your mind or an idea. It's kind of planting a seed that maybe this person that you just met has germs. Maybe they're sick. I, no, I'm serious. I mean, that's really. No, it's I definitely, I think it's definitely going to change. Um, at least I think for a period of time, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I believe the whole forever, we're never going to handshake again. Oh. But I think after this starts to, yeah, yeah I, I think after this starts to clear up a little bit or, you know, and, and we start to get back to some, some normalcy, if you will. I do think there's going to be an adjustment period and dating is going to be one of those where everybody's going to be kind of like, eh, not yet, not yet. Maybe, maybe a couple of weeks or maybe, cause there's still going to be, like you just said, there's still going to be a lot of people out there going, is he asymptomatic? Yeah. Is she exposed before was that you like, what about the 37, like all this stuff still going to be, and it's just human nature. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. Uh, I, I get there's, it. There's going to come a time where we either have a vaccine, which I'll never get vaccinated for, by the way. Well, it'll uh, be a year, though. It takes a year to grow it. So but it'll all be the same. Year. There will be a vaccine that some people yeah. will choose to take. There will be tests that everybody can take eventually when the, when the need passes. So we can all test ourselves and see if we have it. 
Uh, they're talking about changing procedures at work when we go back to work to see right. if people are fevers or whatever going into work. But there will come a point, whatever that point is, where we have herd immunity and it goes away. Um, and um, my understanding is what we're doing right now by flattening the curve, I, our all new language of our world. But uh, I never knew what flattening a curve was before this. But, um, but they say once, by doing that, you're actually stopping herd immunity, which means it's gonna come back. So we can all kind of count on uh, it being around for a while, I guess. Uh, but it's, it, it will become manageable. And Brad, I, I know people that aren't doing very well with it right now. So they're going to jump right back into the way they were doing things beforehand. Yeah. But I hope and pray for dating and for relationships that two things, if, if nothing else changes, let two things change in my book. I'd love to know what your thoughts are as well, because I've had plenty of time to think about this as it relates to dating and love in my world. Uh, number one, I wish people had enough time on their hands right now, especially single people that are so lonely, that have nobody to talk to, uh, that don't have company, that don't have partnership, that don't right. have a best friend to hang out and watch movies with and, and you know, go on walks with during this time. They're alone. Guess what? Make better decisions and make better decisions in regards to dating and love and finding love. Settle down. Stop playing the field. It's as if people thought they had all the time in the world to find somebody, and they were being super uber picky, playing the field, sleeping around, doing all those games. Maybe people will stop playing those games and yep. want to be in a relationship. Yep, I right? think so. I think I think I I hope, and you've talked about it on the podcast. And I think me and you've even talked about it previously, but to take this time to really self-evaluate as well, take your time to do all the things that you've constantly reminded us to do and of the right. needs, the wants, the, just, you know, what is your dream person look like? Yeah. What is your red, what are your red flags? What is going to be things you can be okay with? Right. Because again, there's no perfect person out there taking the time to really doing that and really, you know, and you hear a lot of people about there, but uh, you know, our wonderful pastor last weekend talked about it again was you've got to take time to turn off. Like this is a perfect opportunity for you to, um, he used the, he used the, uh, the analogy of geese. You see the V when they're flying, you know, that's geese. Well, the lead goose is taking all the turbulence, all the wind he's fighting through everything. So everybody behind him, can have a nicer flight, if you will. But what he does then or she, they'll move to the back and let someone else take the leadership role so that they can have smoother air. And I think we need to follow that now too. We need to take the time to decompose, debug, get away from the news, turn the damn TV off and quit worrying about all this stuff and spend some time with yourself and your family. You know, go back to eating dinner at the table if you're a single parent. You know, fixing dinner, bringing your kids into the kitchen. Take some time to just be and learn a little more about yourself before we go right back out there. Like, I, I hope not. And I hope someone, I hope people don't take this the wrong way, but I hope there's not a lot of people out there jumping online dating right now because it's, so I was saying to me, that, that seems my, so crazy. My friend that, or my previous client, coaching client, had said there's more people online now. She's been dating them. What she did say, though, is they, 
this is exactly why I don't have people doing it. When you can't connect with somebody, when you can't seal the deal, right? You can't right. make that personal connection. It's going to fizzle out. And that's yeah. what she said. They're all fizzling out. So she's yeah. making great connections. There's more than ever, but they're all fizzling out. And so I had well, to make more decisions about the with my matchmaking clients in regards to that. Do I get them involved in these, all these online dinner parties that people are doing or Zoom dating or whatever it is? And my answer was no, there's nothing that takes the place of personal connection. There's just not. Well, let me ask you this. Like this, this is my logical side coming out. It doesn't make sense to me that someone who hasn't found love when they could sit across the table from somebody over several dates thinks they're going to do it over a Zoom meeting. Like, how does that work? Like, if we haven't found it with one-on-one -on -one connection and one-on-one -on -one interaction and dinners and dates and picnics, you know, physical presence, how are we going to do it on a computer screen? Yeah, there's a so, lot. Again, I think if I think if there's been people out there who have dated prior to this and they've been on three, four, five dates and they're trying to continue that relationship. I think this may be all they got right now, or they meet with the six foot distance and all that stuff. And so continue to foster that as well as you can. But it, I just don't understand right now trying to even attempt it because of what you had just said, it's so hard to make a connection yeah. today, period, much less one on a computer. You know, the hard thing I think, for probably everybody. So it's interesting with some coaching clients, there are problems arising in all relationships right now because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, people aren't used, there's so many distractions in the world. <laughs> and that distraction may even be, that distraction, Brad, may even be that when they, people come home from work, they go to dinner together instead of making it at home and sitting down and having yeah. have a conversation with that person and have that stillness. And people are really having to sit with the person that they're with, maybe for the first <laughs> time in a long time. And it's, no, it's hard. I'm just telling you, it's been challenging. Like I'm listening to stories. Yeah. And you don't know until you know when you get there for anybody that's had those relationships where you could be playing tic-tac-toe, you know, uh, or um, listening to the thunderstorms with somebody that you truly like, and it's great. That's true mm -hmm. compatibility. But when you need the outside distractions, you need the other people, you need the activity, you need the alcohol, you need the loud music, you need the dinners out with all the distractions. When you need all that, to be with somebody, there's something wrong. There's, yeah. there's a problem. And listen, I'm not saying that, because I'm sure divorce is going to go up after this. I just know it is. And babies. And, <laughs> yeah. And breakups and everything else. But the thing is, is that we need to sit with ourselves during that because it's an opportunity for learning and growth. And if you are with somebody, uh, and I'm not saying this for married people, because married people, you better you better stick. That's your person. You stick with them. You figure it out. Right. You take the time. You get uncomfortable. You get to know that person that's in front of you again, uh, because that's who you are, who you committed to. But for some people in relationships, they're going to see that this is not their person. And um, you need to look in, at who is that person and be willing to let go and, and find them because 
life is all about that, you know, because we're going to grow old one day and all the distractions are going to minimize and keep going away, right? And one of these days, we're going to be stuck with somebody we better like. You hope. Yeah. They always say you ought to like somebody before you love them. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's, a, there's a lot of things in that. Well, let's, let's talk about it then. Like, what would you suggest then for folks that, let's say they've had a couple of conversations prior to all of this craziness with someone and they want to continue that on? What were some of the things you would suggest to them? to keep that connection if there's one going, you know, in this kind of weird, odd time. What are some things? Cause now I, I hear they're, I don't know for sure, but I heard they're closing down some of the parks and stuff now. So, you know, picnics are starting to get a little so harder to do. So here's my advice, Brad, and I can't say this enough. Uh, and I get that, I get that it's hard, but God has given us this time of stillness and silence. If you're bored, if you, need connection, then connect to yourself, connect with God. There's your connection. If you're not fulfilled there, if you can't fill yourself up there, you're not ready for any relationship anyway. So if you can't sit alone for a month or three weeks with yourself and love yourself and be content (laughs) with yourself, there's already a problem. That's what I said. I told you in the beginning is you've seen a lot of, I've been social distancing for about three years. I know you're worse than me because you're out in, in East Bumble out there, right? Well, it's funny you bring up some of these, some of the things you're talking about. I have on my desk from a past sermon and I look at it every morning and it's just a little yellow sheet of paper and it just says, be fearless be still, be watching, and be quiet. And I can't think of a better time than to do those four things right now and listen. Just listen. Yeah, yeah because the thing is, is if you, if you self-reflect, if you listen, if you can be still with yourself, find happiness and joy within yourself, yep. then, then, and only then are you ready for a relationship. So when you emerge, it's almost like a butterfly in a cocoon. When you emerge, you know, and are able to get out and experience the world, whenever that is, Brad, quit, I quit laughing. Um, then, <laughs> so girly. <laughs> it's so girly, but that's okay. Um, so butterfly when you're cocoon. ready to emerge, you're, you are, you're ready for a relationship. You're ready to find that person and right. you're prepared. And I do think it's made a lot of people think about what's important because if you have your kids, you're so lucky you have your kids too. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of difference. A huge difference. Yeah. I mean, and there's people like me that, you know, I don't have that. I'm, I'll be honest though, Brad, um, you know me, I'm always running about a thousand miles an hour in my life. I'm only running about 800 miles an hour now. I haven't, I don't, I don't know what the slowdown thing is like that people are experiencing in this void and this lull because I've kept myself so busy and I always do. Yeah. But, but I'm craving that. So I've decided I'm just going to bust my tail and get all my stuff done that I want to get done right now. And then before this is all over, I am going to take a week of just, relaxing and resting and preparing and doing the work. And I am doing classes and courses and, and do getting coaching myself during this time uh, to learn and grow and get better, uh, uh, which is necessary for everybody. So I am fitting that into my schedule as well. So practicing what I preach. What about you, Brad? What do you- well, I think that's probably one of the toughest things for those of us that stay busy is to stop. Um, we can't stop. So 
pardon me. We're having a visitor. Sorry, Is it a big dog? My 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 uh, beautiful great dame was going to enter into the Lovability podcast. That's what yeah. happens when you uh, when you have technology from home. So yes. Well, she likes to be a part of everything. So screaming for me right now. He was earlier, but yeah, we, we could. Get <laughs> but I think I think you think bring up a really important point because I think probably the people who are having the most difficult time with this are the busy people because that's how they kind of, they get up, they biz, they're busy, they go to bed, they're busy, they're, they're active, they stay involved in a lot of stuff, whether that's family work, you know, working out, whatever it is, busy people like to stay busy. Yeah. And, and I think that's been one of the toughest things for folks out there is, I'm busy, I'm busy, what do you mean I have to, wait a minute, I, I get up and I, I walk to my kitchen table and I can work? Like, they're having to adjust to that. Now, the flip side to that is, too, and I have a feeling a lot of companies are going to go through this. A CEO of a technology company was on Fox the other day talking about this. He has 8,000 employees. Wow. One of his things that he thinks companies are going to figure out is um, you can probably do your job at home. So I think there's going to be some change in how business is done as well because I think some people are going to come out of this looking at what they're doing and going, I can spend more time with my kids if I don't have a two hour commute every day. Yeah. And I can do my job here three days a week and I've made a better connection and I'm, you know, I can cook now and I can be present when they come home from school. And I think there's going to be a lot of adjustment too in, in just our normal everyday lives as well as relationships in understanding what really can be accomplished in a 10 or 12 hour period when you're home. It's amazing. Well, I hope so. You know? I mean, I, I really hope so. I think the one thing that I just pray for in all of this is that all of those people that are craving connection and craving a relationship will understand what it feels like to not have it in their life because it couldn't be lonelier when you're in a position like this and get serious about their search after. So take right. the time to get serious about your search, figure out what you've been doing wrong, what bad patterns you have. Uh, you know, this would be a great time to make those lists, those two lists. What doesn't work for me? What do I not want? And an easy way to do that is just think of all your exes and all the things that they had that you didn't like, all the things they did that you didn't like, throw that on a list of all the things you don't want. And then have another list of all the things that you do want in a partner. And you can piggyback off of some of the things that you didn't, that you didn't want. Like if you had somebody that, uh, uh, let's just say they traveled all the time, just using something generic. Uh, and, and it took away from you getting to spend time with them and the connection that you may put on your list that you want somebody who's more available, who doesn't travel as much. Right. If it's somebody that uh, was very controlling, that you want somebody who, who obviously isn't, who allows you to be yourself. <laughs> not that. Not, yeah, not that. Not that. That allows you to be yourself. So, so it, you can piggyback off that list, but then add to all the things. Like, what are, all the, what are some of the things that you haven't had that you want? I mean, right. there's a lot of people... Yeah. Have never had a soulmate connection that have never had a best friend as a partner. I have, and I know what that feels like and yeah. it's the best thing in the world, but there's a yeah. lot of people that haven't. And if you haven't put that on your list, because what you put out there, you will get. And 
I can attest to that over my own stories and other people's stories that I've coached. You put it out there, it will come to you. The reason why people don't have what they want is because they're not willing to sit down and take the time to search their soul, to investigate it. And now people have time to do that. Sure, absolutely. Well, and I'll put it to you this way. If you feel bad about yourself or you're feeling a little low about your past relationships or your life in general, just go watch the Tiger King and you'll feel like a million bucks, baby. Let me tell you what, it will make you feel like a, a king. So that's all you got to do, folks. Just jump in there and watch that. And you'll feel great. Is. You won't have any more issues. I don't even know who that is. You know, I, I do. I'm, I am fascinated by people that have all this time to watch Netflix and all this stuff, though. I, I don't I, I don't know that I would want to. Uh, I know they asked a question in the press conference with the president yesterday about that. And he's like, they were going to ask him for a pardon. You have to. I, I, it's indescribable. I'll just put it to you that way. There's yeah, no words. Not, can't not interested. You know what? That's another. Oh, you would be. You would be because it's about big cat sanctuaries. All these people, they get into these series and all these different things. It's just another way of escaping. What are you escaping from? If you've got to, if you've got to get into series constantly and watch, you know, television series and, and, you know, whatever it is that you, that you get obsessed with now, you've got, those are, those are also forms of escape, Brad. So well, I agree with you. I think, I think it's, it's more of an entertainment factor. I, I think that's what I think people, you know, when you're, listen, me and you have the benefit of something and that is we own our own business and we work from home a lot. So our adjustment was easy. My adjustment was pretty easy because I have a home office. I get up typically in the morning and I spend a couple hours in my office, even prior to going and visiting clients, et cetera. But there's a lot of people that get up at five thirty, six in the morning, get ready. They spend an hour in traffic. They work, they come home, they eat, they go to bed, they do it again. They, that adjustment. Well, how much time you know. they have now to work out and all that other stuff. Well, if you, can find, if you can figure out what to do at home working out. <laughs> well, there, there are still people that are working. So, so. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, there, that, that is definitely true. I, I, I just want to go shop. I mean, I'm just <laughs> like burning. Spoken like a true Southern belle. I need clothing therapy so bad uh, when this is all online. Don't do it, huh? Yeah. I mean, who knows if we'll all be able to afford it when we get out of here, but, but, uh, but I, that's what I want to do is I just want to go shop. Uh, well, but, but I think you bring, you know, again, great point because I think you bring up something that most people are either evaluating or going through those little 30 minute trips to this place or that little hour jaunt over here where, like you just said, I don't even have to buy anything, but I was out of the house and I was going yeah. to, you know, and I was touching feeling and checking out the new shoes or whatever it was. Those are now much more important than they were before. Just like that 30 minute phone call with the guy or girl you're interested in or, that drink after work when you're starting to meet somebody, I think people will, I hope people will start to understand and appreciate the time um, factor in that, that hour with that person you're trying to connect with is, is important now and make sure it's with the right person that you've done your homework and make sure you're there for that hour. Make sure you're there completely. It, right. Yeah. You know, because, those aren't available now for the next 20 something days and maybe even more. So, and, and same thing with family. Like I, I watch these videos of parents going to visit their parent, their parents or mom and dad's going to visit their parents in nursing homes. And that, that, that ability to go in and see them 
is now much more important when they're standing outside the facility and can only look at them through the glass. I know. I haven't seen my parents in weeks. I'm like exactly. so sad. I know. Uh, yeah. So, you know what? We need to value out of all of this relationship-wise, we need to value connection. Uh, you know, I, I want to try to just bring it back home with dating. If I had a recommendation to people right now, again, I want to drive this point home. Stop dating. Stop. I know there's more people online because everybody's lonely, but it's, a, it's another distraction. I mean, right now you can't meet people and the connections will and are fizzling out. I don't, I, I would be shocked to hear of, I mean, I think it, they'll, they'll happen somehow, some way, there will be a few rare connections that happen. Oh, sure. Probably people yeah. that are not, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to make those assumptions. I'm just saying the majority of people, like 98.9% .9 of the people, you're not going to find love right now. So the best thing you could do is just chill out, uh, take the time to self-reflect, read your favorite book, self-help book, uh, you know, uh, find a subject of something that you are having a challenge with, with relationships. Maybe it's, uh, you know, falling in love with narcissistic people. Um, maybe it is, uh, maybe it's addiction. Maybe you find unavailable partners. Whatever is your pattern, go find the best self-help book you can find on it sure. and either read it if you like to read or listen to it on audible or whatever if you if you if you don't like to but do the work in the area that you need to work in yeah and by the time you emerge you'll be smarter and more ready and available and emotionally ready and healed more than you were not completely probably but uh but more than you were to find that love well, and like you keep saying, is take some time to rest, take some time to, to debug, cleanse, whatever the word is that you want, but take some, take some time for yourself. Right. Uh, that's okay, you know, get in the hot bath for two hours if you want. That's okay, you know, and read a book, a whatever. I'm just, oh my God, I'm just serious. It's just like, what else? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to throw myself on the floor of Nordstrom's when this all is over and I'm just going to just say, start throwing clothes on top of me <laughs> <laughs> with cute shoes. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, those, I think those things are, are, are very important. Um, and again, I think this should teach people to slow down a step or two. Right. You know, I hope it does in all aspects, family, relationships, personal, you know, whatever the case may be, but, 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 you know, the old adage is slow down and smell some roses every now and then, you know, appreciate a sunset, whatever the case may be, um, you know, pretty flowers. Yeah. Yeah. On a number 224 vase, whatever that is. <laughs> Who knows? Is that uh, a Kobe vase? <laughs> a what? Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. No, heavens no. Uh, but, but, uh, you know what? I, uh, I, I, I'm sure as, you know, we start getting back to, uh, back to life, back to normal, we'll, we'll, we'll have more normal conversations. Uh, it's so weird that we have to have these weird conversations about social distancing and love and relationships right now. Nobody could have ever told me we were going to be here. 
uh, and this could have happened. And no one could see this. And the only thing else I'm going to say, Brad, in all of this, and I'm certainly not a scientist or doctor or anybody that can predict anything. However, in the realm of possibility, there are many things that could happen like this that could shut us down. This could happen again. I mean, for heaven's sakes, I don't know what they're doing out there in China. Um, but uh, China. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, like that's, that's, we, we obviously something that didn't even originate here. We don't even, we didn't even, nobody saw this coming. Right. This could happen again. So quit messing around everybody. You think you have all the time in the world to find love and play games and date around and, and yeah. sleep around. Right. Find your person because if this happens again and it might, and it just might happen again in the winter, they said by flu season, it might just come around again because we haven't reached immunity yet. Right. You better find somebody you like. That's all. <laughs> Save your <Yeah>. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? No kidding. There yeah. you go. That's my advice. Well, and I think my little final thought is, and I've talked to you about it, um, again, coming from another great sermon was, is for those of you that have some anxiety about this, both in your relationships, right, or finding love or everything else, it doesn't have to happen today. You know, like think, just worry about today. Just handle today. Don't think about April 20th. Don't think about what's going to happen after April 20th. Don't think about May. Don't think about June. Just think about today and just live for today. Live for this moment um, and do what you got to do and get up tomorrow and worry about tomorrow. That's biblical. Yeah. Folks. That's biblical. You know what? I think you just brought up another important point. I keep talking to singles, but all you people that are in relationships or married, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're truly with the wrong person, you, you have decisions to make. Uh, if you're in a marriage and you realize that because of your schedules and your lifestyle that you've, there's distance that's grown between you and your spouse, use this time to bridge that distance. I sure. Mean, you could be reading a book together. Yeah. I mean, even something as simple as five love languages or something like that yeah. would, where you have something to discuss, grab the Bible if that's your thing, you know, and yeah. I mean, the Bible's great. Pray together, uh, you know, just whatever it takes, have the conversations because this is, this is certainly the time to do that. Well, like one, somebody told me one time, they said, you fell in love at one, one time. So you can probably reconnect because life gets in the way. Right. So I get it. We've all been there. So use this time to reconnect. I mean, find that, find that passion again for each other. And it's, it just takes, what does it take, Jen? It takes work, it takes a little effort. Work you know? and commitment to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yeah, but, but appreciate the people that are in your life and, and, uh, and when this is all over, appreciate everyone that enters into your life and be very choosy about who you spend time with because each connection is, is time out of your life and we all realize how right. important that is now right and be there like we talked about earlier be if, if you're making that effort be there be completely there and you, you know. know what as we as we're heading through to easter especially you know there are a lot of people that have it what would they say 70 40 percent 70 percent what was the statistic of people that live paycheck to paycheck was it 40 well, i'm sure it's in the 70s 60s 70s, 70s i would guess There's yeah a lot of people that aren't making it right now that are not yeah. doing well in domestic no, violence tough. child abuse 
all of that goes up right now. Reach out and help somebody. If you have free time and you're healthy, go shop for somebody. Check on a family. Uh, you know, donate to the food bank. I mean, do something worthwhile with your time. Give love, give love each other. I see so much uh, political stuff, bashing and fighting and and about the time is not going to help right now right no. grow up no i mean i talked to you about it and i'll throw it out there for anybody else but me and a friend of mine are going to start doing grocery shopping or dropping off um groceries to those folks that can't get out or are at high risk uh, he's got a mother-in-law that's in a nursing home he's dropping some stuff off at nursing home so i challenge other people out there you know 50 bucks a week that's a, that could be groceries for, for, you know, at least two or three meals for a family of four. And that means a lot. I mean, that means a lot in these times for folks that aren't working. Um, yeah. You know, you think about there's a lot of families out there probably who were both parents who work lower income or middle income, you know, and they're not working. Yeah, and I've seen the food lines at the school where so, they're giving out food yeah. and they're backed up all the way, yeah. you know, 10 blocks down the street. There's a lot of people that can't eat right now. So, so it doesn't take much. Each other. That would be, that would be the right thing to do. That would give you, that would fill up your spirit and give you, uh, you know, something to do to get through this, uh, this time before we get back out. So, and just to wrap up, I'll let you wrap it up. I yeah, want to thanks say this. for joining like, me. I, uh, I always appreciate your wisdom. Number one, uh, <laughs> I know, I'm not sure everybody realizes what a great soul you are, uh, as well as your humor, because then you I'll can try. bring it right back down to the toilet real fast. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to have both ends, right? You got to have, you got to have. No pun intended. All well, right. I was going to wrap it up really nice and then let you put it on there, but now that you did that, but all I was going to say was, don't forget as bad as your situation may be or where you are, or you're down, or whatever your situation is, or you're out of work, or whatever, come Sunday, he's still risen. The tomb is still empty, even today. Right. And that's all you got to remember. That's it. I mean, really and truly, that's all you got to remember. I know I have the chills. Thank you. Okay. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Uh this is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information, or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.